What's good, what's good, family? Going over Chaturanga Dandasana. It's going that high plank to low plank, so key posture for your vinyasa, which is, you know, AKA flow. So Chaturanga is gonna build up your shoulder girdle. It's gonna empower you to pretty much do every type of arm balance you need to. And it's just gonna give you a lot more confidence in your practice. Like, I didn't, uh, you know, gain real confidence in my Chaturanga until my second yoga teacher training and it was good mechanics and the instructor she had us just drop to our knees every time we were going into chaturanga and it just allowed me to focus on my shoulders my hands you know the upper torso versus lower worrying about you know the whole form and legs and you know if you don't have a solid solid core it can be a bit intimidating to try and have your legs Everything in plank, low plank, and hold that for, you know, X amount of time without understanding, you know, the checks and balances and mechanics. So we're not trying to do the worm. We're not trying to flip-flop through our, our chaturanga. You know, a lot of people will will rush through the chaturanga so they can get to another pose. But literally, I mean, chaturanga is as, as staple as breathing, at least, you know, from my perspective. And it's just like... It's a, uh, you know, very fortifying thing. You know, some people will toss in like, hey, do a bunch of 10, you know, do everybody do 10 push-ups. Well, I mean, you could do push-ups in various ways, you know, so it just shows a limitation on the instructor's knowledge, you know, to that degree. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not judging or anything like that. But, you know, chaturanga, it's essentially like a tricep push-up. You can do a diamond push-up, you can do wide push-ups, you can do... You know, all kinds of freaking push-ups, backhand on the fist, you know, arms extended straight forward like Superman. So forgetting about that, we're working on one push-up, and that's pretty much the tricep push-up. So if we're standing up on our knees from all fours, or even if you're just standing up on your feet, think about your arms are just resting naturally by your side, and then just letting them rest naturally. We're going to lift our forearms straight forward. You know, as if we we're kind of about to do some high knees, you know, do knees knees to our hands, essentially. So from there, then we're just going to, you know, just flex your fingers, just squeeze into the ground a little bit, and then roll your shoulders back, and just, just really fortify, tighten that up. You know, like if, if you're uh, like one of those rock'em, sock'ems, you know, type of old school things, or just, uh, you know, think about... 90 degrees at the elbows, wrists are going to be 90 degrees too because your palms are going to be flat. Your palms are going to be parallel with your torso. So, real simple. Shake the head out, shake the neck out, come to all fours. And from there, let's just drop the belly, inhale, gaze up, cow. Exhale, tuck the chin, curl the back, cat. Inhale, cow. Exhale, cat. Inhale, cow. Exhale, cat. And then now we're just going to lift the feet up. Still pressing, you know, balance on our knees. Knees are underneath the hips. And then the hands are going to be right underneath the shoulders. So start to lean your heart forward, keeping the forearms completely vertical, straight. Hands are flat. Trying to disperse as much weight as possible. So just like we're, you know, anytime our hands go down, they're nice and flat, evenly dispersed, just like our, our feet. You know, we want to give them the same gratitude. You don't want to cat claw your feet when you're walking around. 
we're not walking up, you know, we're not wearing, you know, we're wearing flats. We're not wearing any heels or anything like that. So give your hands the grace to disperse the weight and to balance you. And then also, you know, strengthen those those hand grips up, the fingertips by flexing the fingers, you know, rotating the hands slightly outwards so you can really get the palms nice and flat as possible. So chaturanga leaning with the heart legs are lifted up for this one with the knees down and then we keep leading our heart forward so our sternum is now going to be pretty much almost in line with our the our fingertips if not a little bit forward you know we could bring it as far forward as possible and then once we start you know our arms are locked and then once our our forearms start not being vertical that's when we want to Hinge at the elbows, so hinge at the elbows, keeping the forearms vertical. Keep squeezing your triceps in towards your rib cage. Shoulder blades come together down the back, so you're you're not crunching up your shoulders near your ear your ears, and just breathing into this, trying to press into the fingertips to disperse that weight evenly, and even when we're you know, at like a 45 degree angle from our elbows to our shoulders, we're still getting that intense workout in the shoulders. Let me come out of it, sit back in child's pose, get a few breaths there, roll your head left and right, and just thinking about that, you know. You can have your, your biceps and triceps pretty much at a 45 degree angle and still get a crazy amount of work. And the premise is, is that we're not going straight up and down so if you're in a high plank you can go straight up and down but we are moving forward so when we're in that high plank we're gonna press forward off of our tippy toes and then we start to hinge at the elbows once we reach that max capacity of rolling forward because think about this you press as far forward on your tippy toes as possible so that we actually roll onto the tops of our feet and when you roll onto the tops of your feet then you're set up for that up dog already and then you hinge at the elbows, lower halfway that chaturanga so the shoulders are going to stay higher than the elbows. And then you inhale, up dog, boom. And your toes are already curled on the tops of your feet. And that just gives you that, that connection, that transition, that vinyasa, that flow. So you can go from up dog to down dog without having to move your feet, without having to move your body. You know, you're working with your own body alignment. So let's go. Child's pose, take three breaths, roll the forehead left and right, maybe tense up on the fingers, maybe stretch the tops of the hands, and just think about that. So we're going to go from high plank, press as far forward as possible until you start to curl into the tippy toes, then just drop the knees, and then we're going to hinge at the elbows, lowering our heart halfway so our heart's going to stay just above the elbows, squeezing the elbows in towards the ribs. And then hold it here for three, two, one, and then inhale. Upward facing dog, rolling the shoulders back, pressing into the tops of the feet now because we're already set up there. And then exhale, downward facing dog. And then let's just walk it up to the top of our mat. Hanging out, ragdoll forward fold, bend one knee at a time, getting a little spinal decompression. So let's just think about that. So Chaturanga Dandasana is just one breath, exhale from high plank to low plank. So let's start to roll all the way up to stand, 
Tadasana, Mountain Pose. Inhale and rise it all the way up. Arms sweep above the head. Exhale, hands at heart center. Inhale, sweep it up. Deep breath in. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, plant your hands. Step it back, high plank. Now we're in this high plank. And then press as far forward on your tippy toes. You can keep the knees lifted or you can drop them. Drop the knees. The feet are going to lift up ever so slightly, but keep leaning with your heart. Start hinging at the elbows. We're going to lower for nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hold this here. Just check in. Shoulders above the elbows. Elbows squeezing in, almost giving your you know, rest in the rib cage on the back of the triceps, but not so much. And then inhale, upward facing dog. Roll those shoulders back and down. And then exhale, down dog or your child's pose. For three, two, one. Inhale, shift forward. Exhale, one breath, lower halfway, chaturanga. Inhale to your upward facing dog. Exhale to your down dog. Inhale, shift forward, exhale, halfway, lower, inhale, up dog, exhale, down dog, inhale, shift forward, exhale, chaturanga, inhale to your up dog, exhale to your down dog. So trust me, embellish your chaturanga, empower it, you know, I, I practiced for six months just dropping my knees and, you know, get over the insecurity of people, you know, maybe looking at you in, in your practice because you're dropping your knees, don't think it's, don't think anything lesser. You are there strengthening your shoulders, building that girdle up. So if someone wanted to come sit on the back of you while you're doing push-ups, you've got that strong, tenacious shoulder girdle strength built up already. And most of all, you've got the confidence and the know-how and understanding of your body mechanics, the bone-over-bone -bone alignment, and then understanding what muscles you need to be working out during the chaturanga. So when you get to that chaturanga, you know, keep the form nice and tight. You know, we're not wiggly worms doing the worm, doing break dancing on the ground. Everything's very mindful, moving meditation. So keep that focus, keep that intensity, and forget everybody else around you. Just keep focusing on you, building up that shoulder girdle. And just making sure that you are serving yourself during that practice. So, namaste, family. Quick, you know, like, uh, do, a, do a vinyasa three to five times. That'll get your heart rate going, you know, like, just from that little sequence right there. I'm pretty much out of breath, so. Out of breath, but the, the arms are toned. They're, they're oxygenated. You know, you got the blood pumping. Got the heart pumping. So you've got all the circulation. And the most of all is, you know, if I were to think about the whole flow, I'd be like, yeah, you know, like, let me do an eagle pose or some of these arm balances or a handstand. Those might be like the, I don't even want to call them gold star, but from a stereotypical, you know, uh, showboating type of mindset those might be the ones where you want to embellish on but and then you might 
not bring as much or we might not bring as much attention to the foundational poses, you know, Tadasana, standing straight up tall, plank, making sure we've got that alignment because then a solid plank builds, you know, a solid core, solid entire body, builds a solid uh, Tadasana so we can stand tall so we don't get fatigued when we're standing in line for long periods of time or when we got to carry book bags and groceries or help out a friend, you know, or a car accident, lift a tire or something like that. So, just be calm and understanding that you're doing what needs to be done to build up in a foundation on rock. And that Chaturanga, the, the Vinyasa, the Tadasana, the Fourfold Uttanasana, the Urdhva Mukha and Adho Vanasana, the up dog and down dogs, and then the chaturanga dandasana. Those are all these staples, you know, for any flow. And if you just do, you know, three to five vinyasas in the morning, that'll help just get everything circulated. And then you add in some twists, and then you add in everything else after that. But you can't get into these arm balances and handstands without, you know, really building a, a good foundation in Tadasana, in your Chaturanga, or at least, you know, you can't really keep up doing all those crazy outlandish stuff for, you know, your entire life if we're not taking care of the small little things, so don't rush through your Chaturanga, go with your own breath, you know, there's no rush, like if a yoga teacher yells at you for going with your own breath, you know, just find another yoga teacher, you know, practice when you can, wherever you can. It's your practice. It's your life. You know, just like reading the book. You know, no one has to tell you how to read the book or how fast to read the book or when to read the book. But, you know, you understand, you know, set some goals, set some dates. And, you know, the more practice you get, the more habitual muscle memory you get. That's, you know, of good standing and good foundation. So keep it up. Namaste. Nash says hello. He's chilling, getting his savasana on. But have fun with those. And then the chaturanga, I mean, literally then you can get into all the elbows to knees. And you can get into some more arm balances and poses. But that'll get you comfortable and your body comfortable with using your hands to balance that extra weight. You know, essentially, like when we're in handstand and then these arm balances, you know, our legs are off the ground. So where, where's all of our, our body weight going? It's going straight to our hands and our wrists, so, you know, preferably just our hands. So having that vertical forearm will help alleviate any of the pressure coming out of our wrists, you know, from like a muscular standpoint. So keep it up. Keep practicing and work with that breath and, you know, and exhale, chaturanga, just exhale all that air out. When you exhale all that air out, you know, you can engage your core. So you exhale and you squeeze your core together, belly button to spine. And then when you are in that full low plank, you are just rock solid. And then you inhale up, up dog, cobra, and you stretch the, the abs, roll the shoulders back, you know, get some shoulder relief. And then you're good to go. And then you just flow. And then from there, you know, in that chaturanga, 
So the more you ingrain that is when we can add in the crow pose and crane, crane pose, bakasana, kakasana, to chaturanga. So you go from your arms being straight essentially when we're in all fours and we're leaning our heart forward with our arms straight, you know, and then you think about just bringing the elbows to the back of the knees with the triceps, still balancing in the hands, and then boom, just ex explode and send those legs to the back of the mat, and you're in your low plank at the same time. So as your shoulders go from locked, all they have to do is lower, you know, to that just, just above 90 degree angle at the elbows. So you use your, your shoulders as, you know, that air suspension essentially. So keep practicing those, those jump backs and knees to the back of the triceps or the armpit and then just exhale and just explode send them back and as you lower halfway your body catches itself in that muscle memory habitual low plank chaturanga dandasana because your shoulder girdle is solid your hands are solid and you know not to let your shoulders dip below those elbows because then we start to lose that whole um, spinal integration of Tadasana. So similar to like if we're, you know, think about if you're in a plank and then you drop your head and you start looking at your belly, the whole spine wants to do a forward tuck roll. Same thing if we're in a handstand, you know, the whole spine would want to do a forward tuck roll if we start looking at our belly butt. You know, you're only going to go one way. So same thing if we were standing straight up tall, we will keep looking at our belly button and rolling our shoulders forward and down, then we're going to, you know, end up doing a little somersault. So Mind your P's and Q's. Hit me up in the comments section so we can get, get any of your questions alleviated. Peace and love. Appreciate you all. Stay well. Stay hydrated. And keep, you know, being determined and persevering. Much love. Much love. Much love.